What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 328 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company and Not Born This Way brand apparel. All right, so a couple episodes ago, I think it might have been two, um, I talked about quitting and how uh, sometimes, despite our usual uh, encouragement not to quit, never give up, uh, sometimes quitting is necessary and helpful and a good thing, right? Um, now, back to what we typically say about quitting, which is uh, we, got, we, we, we can't, right? We can't quit if we want to succeed at a certain thing, even though things will be difficult, right? So let's talk about that aspect of quitting again. Uh, one of the things I want to caution you about, um, and I can say this because I have quit on things when I should have, and in hindsight, I'm happy I did, and I have also quit and given up on things that I shouldn't have, and I have uh, regrets about quitting those things. So I want to give you a little uh, warning as someone who's quit things uh, and wished he didn't. And also someone, you know, in what I do for a living, I've seen a lot of people quit. I've seen a lot of people quit on things that were good for them, things that were helping them, right? So if we look, let's just simply look at fitness, right? Working out. I don't think I could find a person, a sane person, a reasonable person, an intelligent person, who would say that working out consistently is not good for you. Like I, like, I don't think there's an argument against that. I think whether people do it or not is a different story, but I think almost everyone would universally agree that exercising regularly, lifting weights, doing some cardio, doing whatever, walking, running, is beneficial to many aspects of a human being's life. It will typically make you healthier physically, healthier mentally, happier. It's got, it, like I've heard this said before and I couldn't agree more. If, if, if the benefits of exercise were a drug, it would be the most popular drug on the planet. Like exercise does so much for us that it's almost unbelievable if you were to think of it as a drug or as a a, a nutrient or, or a drink that could do all this stuff, have all these positive mood benefits, physical, you, you listen, you look better, right? Think about how much shit people spend, how much money people spend on shit to make them look better. This makes you look better. This makes you feel better. Like you are literally in a better mood all the time. People spend money tons of money, tons of time, and are willing to risk tons of side effects to feel better. This will also make you healthier. It will make you live longer. It will make you able to do things better. Like, can you imagine if I were selling you some kind of a, a supplement that could do this, some kind of a drug that could do this? It, it would be worth billions of dollars. Anyway, I, I'm off track. So we know that working out is good for you, right? So we decide, hey, man, it, it's time. I got to get working out. 
going to sign up for a gym and I'm going to sign up for personal training sessions twice a week to keep me on track and keep me accountable. Okay, fair enough, right? I know it's expensive, but it's worth it. For all the reasons that I just mentioned, investing in a personal trainer makes sense, right? It will cut back on healthcare expenses in the long term. It, again, it will make me healthier and in a better mood and I'll look better and I'll feel better. And it just the, the, whatever that investment is, it's fucking worth it. And I can tell you that. So we get going. We're into it for a while. Right? And then the excitement of it kind of wears off, right? Because it's not new anymore. And let's face it, it's hard work. And it takes up a couple hours of our week that could have been spent doing other stuff. Might be spent doing things we enjoy might be spent doing things that we um, should be doing more of. Maybe we could be working more. Maybe we could be uh, studying for, for getting an advanced degree more. Maybe we could just be spending more, more time with our friends, wives, husbands, kids, watching more Netflix. Who fucking knows, right? But so over time, you know, it starts to be and like gradually we don't really realize that we're feeling better, right? Um, but we are. We don't realize that we're looking better, but we are. We don't know that we're healthier on the inside, but we are. But the excitement's worn off. So now it's just kind of the usual thing. And then we start paying attention. Maybe something's going on with our finances. So we got, we've incurred some expenses. So we start looking at what it costs to train. Man, I don't know if I can justify this anymore. And then once you plant that seed, you start finding all the reasons that you should quit. I could get back these this many hours a week. I could start saving this much money per month if I don't go anymore. Um, it's a long drive to the gym. It's a lot of time that I waste. I can save money on gas. I can stop putting mileage on my car. I'll stop getting a coffee every day on the way. That'll save me money. I'll have more time to spend with my kids. I'll have more time to work, blah, blah, blah. We're really, really good at talking ourselves into things we want or out of things we don't want, right? So once we turn that corner, once we allow that little opening of quitting, we're fucked. So we have to shut that down early on in the process of when we decide to do this thing. We're going to stick with the workout analogy for now. We just have to plan, like, I'm. this is what I'm going to do, and I'm not going to stop for all these reasons, okay? And I, I would suggest if you have a, a tendency to stop, uh, write, write these things down as reminders of why you're doing it, right? So I've talked to you guys about this before. So I've, you know, finally come to this upsetting <laughs> realization that uh, me and alcohol are not a good thing, right? Um now, nothing bad happens with me and alcohol necessarily on the surface. I don't I don't get violent. I don't get drunk. I don't get irresponsible. Like, literally nothing in that. Nothing at all. Um, I just end up having one, then two, then three. And I have, you know, one, two, and three on a Tuesday, and then a Wednesday and a Thursday, not just on a Friday. Now... Even that alone, I'm like, well, but who cares? Like, I'm still getting to bed on time. I'm still training. I'm still doing everything. Like, what's the problem? The problem is um, I'm better at everything else when I don't have that alcohol. 
Again, I look better. I feel better. I perform better. I save money. I'm healthier. Uh, I'm, I'm less moody. I'm, I'm more positive. I'm more energetic. I'm much different in my cardio and my conditioning. My mental game is better. There's just there's just a really, really long list of what's better when I'm not drinking. Um, but every once in a while, I forget about that. I literally keep a list in my iPhone, in my notes app, of all the benefits. So like today, if I train jiu-jitsu today and I feel good and I don't get tired, that that's from not drinking. Because when I am drinking, I get tired more quickly. I don't know what the mechanism is, but it's the truth. I noticed it consistently. So I write that down. Um, if I'm working out today and I look leaner than normal, that's because I haven't been drinking for three months. So I write that down. Um, I wake up, I'd never feel groggy or I'm typically in a much better mood and more patient with my family. I write that down because there will be a day tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month where I go, fuck this. I'm going to have a drink. What's the big deal? Right. And I'll forget all these positives that I'm seeing from not drinking and I'll start Again, I'll crack that window and start making all the reasons why I should be able to drink. I'm an adult. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. I never get drunk. I don't do anything stupid. It's not a big deal. Everybody else does it, and I can easily talk myself into it, right? So it's it's the same thing, just opposite, right? I, I can talk myself into getting back on a bad habit. You guys can talk yourself out of the same thing or quitting a good habit. Right. So let's go back to the original analogy of quitting the gym. So when we start talking about quitting, we open that window a little bit. Now we start making all the reasons why we should quit. But subconsciously, we're kind of struggling right? because we do know deep down inside. We know we shouldn't quit. We want to be healthier. We want to feel better. We do know all the benefits of, of exercising. But we're really tempted by this quitting. Now, again, I flip it. When I start to have that conversation with myself about drinking, I know that I shouldn't. My, my gut knows that I shouldn't, but I'm, I'm kind of like trying to override it with my short-term desire to go have a drink, right? You're trying to override sticking with your gym program for the short-term pleasure of not having to go anymore, right? Not going through the – it's hard work. It's stressful. It's um, difficult. It's uncomfortable, Right, so your body seeks comfort, seeks to avoid pain, seeks pleasure. So it sounds appealing to quit. So when you do make the decision and you text your trainer, you text me, you say, hey, I've been thinking about this. I think I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to take a little break for a little while. Things are crazy right now. i got to save some money. I'm going to do it on my own, though, and I'll be back. First, no, you won't. So just understand that when you decide to take a break from whatever good habit we're talking about here, you are quitting. Do not be under the illusion that it's a break. It is never a break. I've seen this hundreds of times. It's a quit. So just call it what it is. Now, we like to say we're taking a break because that's just easier. Right? It's it's hard to say I'm quitting. That feels bad. But we say I'm taking a break. I'll be back in a couple weeks. No big deal. Right? Gets us off the hook. So let's let's call it what it is. I'm going to quit and stop coming. Right? Again, if I talk myself into, hey, you know what? It's Friday. I was good all for the last three months. I can just have a drink tonight. 
I have to I have to say it in, in really what it is. Hey, I'm caving. I'm giving in. I am not able to not drink anymore. And I'm giving up my, my quest to not drink alcohol, whatever, you know. So you have to admit I'm quitting the gym, quitting my workout program, right? I'm quitting my training. But when you do, when you do say the word, right? Hold up. You do say the word. You do um, send the text, right? You try to let person know. Sorry, I'm driving again. Um, you try to let the person know, hey, I'm 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 done, right? The moment you hit send, right, where you leave the voicemail or whatever, maybe you have the balls to say in person, there is going to be that the moment you say, fuck it, I'm going to buy that bottle of whiskey. There is a massive moment of relief, and it feels really good. You finally quit. Ah, I don't have the pressure of having to go to the gym twice a week. I don't have to go through that pain of the workout. I don't have to drive there. I don't have to spend that much money. I don't have to adjust my schedule. I don't have to do all these things, right? I can just relax. And it honestly feels really good. And this is the danger. Like it feels like your body is telling you this was a good decision. It's 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 clapping for you. Like Good job. You are out. You're done. You made it. Woo! Right? This is a lie. This is deceptive. This is not a good thing. You are relieved because your body seeks comfort and pleasure. But you fucking gave up. You fucking quit. Right? They talk about this when you listen to... uh, you know, anything military about, you know, in, in, in training for the SEALs and all that and BUDS, right? Someone decides they can't do it anymore. They have to ring a bell. They hang their helmet on it. And they always talk about when they ring that bell, man, it's like the because the instructors are trying to get them to quit because they want to weed everybody out. So they're telling them, man, you don't have to do this shit. You're freezing cold. You're wet. You're fucking exhausted. You could just ring that bell, go get a warm cup of coffee a nice big blanket and a cot, get you some soup. You can just fucking take a nap, man. Fuck this shit, right? That sounds awesome. And I'm sure when those guys ring that fucking bell, nothing has ever felt better than that bed. Nothing's ever tasted better than that hot coffee and soup. But a week, two, three goes by, I'm going to I'm going to be willing to bet there's probably massive regret. Now, let me let me give a caveat here. I have the utmost respect for anybody who even fucking tries that. So let's not, I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying here. I, I, that's to me, fuck, if you, you could survive 10 minutes of that, yeah, yeah, I'm impressed. I'm just talking about how that probably feels really good at first. And from having listened to hundreds of audio books and, and interviews about that, I know people that have been through it say the regret comes in later, right? So let's just say we just quit our workout program, something less dramatic, right? We quit whatever we're doing. It's good for us. It feels good at first. But then it just feels bad. Because after a couple weeks, the reality of what we just did kicks in. Right? We stopped doing something that was really good for us. We fucking chickened out. We fucking bailed. Right? 
And here's the problem. Because it actually feels like quitting, not taking a break, getting back and getting momentum is really fucking hard. Because that's what momentum, that's inertia, right? An object in motion stays in motion, right? An object at rest stays at rest. Like one of the hardest things about getting a workout program or anything going, getting consistent, is the habit. And getting started. Once we get the ball rolling, it's fairly easy to keep going. So you got to keep going. You can't get sucked in to this idea of taking a break. Because the break becomes quitting. And quitting requires starting again. Starting again requires going through all those same shitty, weird emotions about starting. got to make the phone call. you got to feel awkward. you got to go have gone backwards in your progress. Like it just sucks. So my point here is when you are tempted to quit, and again, this is different from when it's appropriate to quit. I'm talking about the quit because I'm tired of the grind. I'm getting worn down. I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. This is the usual shit we tell ourselves, but we know we should keep going. Do not convince yourself that you're taking a break. Those breaks are quitting. Do not lie to yourself and think it's a break and you'll be back. Just admit you're quitting. And then when you realize that you're quitting, don't fucking do it. Don't fucking do it if you know this is something that you actually want the benefits from long term. If this was something you decided to do in a moment when you were being truthful with yourself, do not cave because you're feeling weak, you're feeling overwhelmed by it. Get through it one day at a time. My favorite thing about this topic, you can leave it with this. You can quit any day, just not today. I tell myself that all the fucking time. So that's okay, man. You know, you can you can quit, just not today. You can have a drink again, just not tonight. You don't have to I don't have to convince myself I'm never gonna have a drink ever. Just not gonna do it today. I'll tell myself the same thing tomorrow. I'll tell myself the same thing the day after that. Have a good day, you guys.